All right, guys, growing your wellness business doesn't have to mean working around the clock and feeling exhausted. So welcome to the Healthy Hustle Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Feldman, and I have been in your shoes. I've been in the wellness space for over nine years, and I know what it feels like to feel overwhelmed. I took my wellness business from 13K that first year and feeling fried and exhausted to over six figures. Now I'm a business coach for health and wellness professionals just like you, and I create done-for-you content and programs to help you save time and money so you can spend more time nailing down your niche, understanding your buyer avatar, attracting your ideal client, and building your business from the ground up the right way. So sit down and let's get started. Hey guys, it's Rachel at Healthy Hustle Podcast. I was just laughing with Michelle because we were going over topics. I was like, I feel like we've covered so much on this podcast. Like, what do we need to cover at this particular time in the year? One thing I know is that it is a lot about goal setting. As we go into the new year, if you're anything like me, you might find around Thanksgiving, you start to do that analysis of like the year and kind of gratitude list, what you're grateful for and what you also want to change. I know for me in business, that also happens like every quarter. I hope you're analyzing your business every quarter, looking at the prices that you charge, making any changes to your business that you got to make. But the big thing that happens in December is really that goal setting. I think if you're scared to kind of attack that goal setting, that's some stuff that needs to work on that mindset and really your thought patterns about self-worth. That's what we're going to be diving in today self-worth, goal setting, putting on your big girl panties and being able to actually say, yes, I'm going to go for my dreams. I'm going to actually write them down. So today I asked Michelle, which you guys have had, you guys have listened and listened to Michelle on this episode before. So Michelle, let's talk about goal setting. What would stop somebody from actually wanting to put their goals on paper? The fear of, of putting it out there and the fear of it might not ha- like it might not happen. So like a lot of times people won't write down or even say out loud what they really want to happen because there's that fear of like well if I say it and then it doesn't happen then I'm going to feel like I'm, you know, not good enough or I didn't get what, you know, I wanted or you know whatever it is that whatever internal fears are there it just kind of stops, you know, because once you put it down on paper, it, it kind of just becomes like a real thing, <laughs> you know, reality. I remember when I went and hired a coach Ann Samloff, who was my first launch coach. I was in her mastermind and it was the time that we had to write down our launch goals. I was so freaking scared. And I actually shared in the group. I'm really scared to do this. I've never actually written them down. I just say them. And she was mm-hmm. like, no, you have to write them down. And when I wrote that number down, I actually hit that number. And it was that time that I was like, I have to do it. Truth is, I don't do it enough because I do. Sometimes I get that like little fear that comes up. Like, what if I don't accomplish this? Especially in times of up-leveling and times of kind of shifting business. But I would say, Michelle, what is your tip if you're feeling that fear? You're like, oh my God, am I actually going to write this down? What am I going to do? What's your tip for kind of attacking that? I learned this, gosh, I don't even know how many years ago now, maybe five or something. I had done a program with Todd Herman and he was all about this like 90 day year. And he had the strategy for good, better, best when it came to goals. 
And that helped me tremendously. And I use it all the time because I feel like sometimes we always think like, like we always think best formatting, right? Like best goal, best goal. But, you know, when you really look at it and it's like, okay, this would be the best possible outcome, you know, like this would be good. This would be better, you know, and you kind of put it down in those increments. It gives you also just some fluidity, flexibility. It doesn't feel like a goal that's so like yes or no. Unachievable. Yeah. So what's really nice about that and like looking through that mindset is you give yourself like, you know, flexibility to hit, you know, different levels and and to still feel really positive about it. So, you know, always look at it. I always look at it through that lens of, okay, let me set like, this is a good goal. This is something I know I believe I can achieve, but I still have, you know, the other two brackets there. And that just, and that'll help with anything. However many clients you want, how much, you know, what are your pricing? What are you charging? Yeah. What do you want to launch? Like just so many different things, even your personal goals, you know, even just thinking about it, you know, even with your own clients, like as a health coach, you know, like even just thinking, let's say like weight loss, like a lot of people are like, oh, I want to lose, you know, 30 pounds. But if you, there's still a good feeling, you know, when you lose 10 pounds. So if you set the higher marker up at 30 pounds and, you know, you still have it, then you're like almost achieving milestones, which with each level. And if you achieve the top, awesome, amazing, but you can still walk away feeling really good about yourself, your progress, you know, if you hit those, those lower two brackets, which I always, that changed my whole thinking, honestly, (laughs) around goal setting. I love that you're talking about writing it down because I think we often have so much circulating in our brain that it's really important to write it down. I mean, we know that this is definitely one of the essential steps for manifesting. It's like, we can't just manifest to write it. We have to actually write our goals down. We have to see ourselves in our future self. We also have to make sure that we're seeing the steps that we need to take to actually have those be achievable goals. So not just writing down your goals. And if you want to do, what is it? Goals, good, better, best. Good, good, better, best. It's always like better, best. So if you want to do that, actually then write down, if you're like, I want to get more clients, how are you going to get more clients? Are you going to engage more in your Facebook group? Or are you going to actually create a Facebook group? Are you going to do a webinar a month? Are you going to do workshops offline? Like see yourself actually writing down those steps. And then for example, if you're doing workshops online, what are the five to 10 places that you're reaching out to? Make a list of those people, like actually taking those steps. Same thing with a webinar. It's like, what's the content you're launching? If you guys need content, you know where I'm at. (laughs) But it's like, you need to know what is that webinar? I actually had a client that signed up with me yesterday. That's like, I need to do a bunch of sessions with you because I need to map out my quarter. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is the kind of stuff that makes me wet. That <laughs> <laughs> gets me excited when a coach says I actually need to map it out because she's got a whole goal, a big goal to launch a functional medicine program. She's like, I need to be doing a webinar a month. Mm-hmm. I need to think about how I'm having my visibility. I need to think about my free offers. And she was clear. And because of that clarity, we're able to like map out what's December, January, February, March going to be. What's that first quarter? So she can go into it strong, build her list. And she already was like, yep, I've been practicing doing workshops. I've been practicing doing webinars, practicing getting comfortable on camera. And I thought that's exactly the reverse engineer steps that you need to have. 
Yeah. So like when you do set your goals, then you'll know, you know, what it's the effort that has to go into each one of those, you know, you know, and then that's really, really important because if you don't have those action steps, then, you know, you're not moving towards your, your goals. So it's really good. And that's why if you don't write them down and it sounds so silly, like just write them down, like as if it's homework, but (laughs) if you don't do that, then like everything will just stay in your head. It'll stay a dream. You're, It'll gaining, stay- you're gaining your own way of success. Yeah. And the yeah. fear, I think the fear comes in so much of that self-worth. It's like, you have to have that goal of what you're charging. I actually was thinking about when I used to coach because a coach had emailed in for a strategy session and said that she was charging a hundred a month. I said, please, you have to charge more. I at least came out of school and I was at 197. Do you know how many people I needed to see to be at 197 and make? I think I made 13,000 that year. Hmm. But I said to her, but what I did is I made sure that like I kept it, taking it up by increments, like every two months, every three months, I would go to like 250, 297, 350, 397. Eventually it got to be 550 an hour. Yeah. Yeah. And that got to be actually sustainable. But I mean, she was saying like, what do coaches charge for high ticket? I said, there are so many coaches who charge 997 a month to 2097 a month. You know, yeah, you have to think about everything that goes into it too. You know, it's like, especially as an entrepreneur, what your rate is, you never go home with because <laughs> there's so much yep. that you have, you know, like whatever expenses you have, if you're using, you know, like a coaching software, practice better, or, you know, a, you know, active campaign or MailChimp or whatever you're using for any of your stuff, plus yep. taxes. <laughs> and we all know taxes can be, you know, a B, <laughs> but you know, it, it's so like really set like your goals and, and everything you want for your business, for yourself and, and give yourself the opportunity to ask for what you really want in life for yourself mm-hmm. to what you really it. deserve. Yeah. Cause, and, and I love this time of year. Cause like when you look at it, you know, a lot of times it can go either way. Like people can also become very depressed at the end of the year, right? Like yeah. we just, you know, because a lot of times people look back and it's like, well, this year didn't go as planned or I didn't hit those goals or whatever. And it's like, what's in the past is the past, you know, like look at the new year coming in and what do you really want? It's brand new. It's a brand new year. You know, even if you're in year seven of your business, it's still a brand new year. You could have more success yeah. in that year than you and also be willing. I think I love that you talked about like looking back, be willing to look back and see if I didn't get to this goal. Mm-hmm. what was actually happening? I know mm-hmm. for myself, financial goals like this last two years has been different because I said, I've got to take a little step back from social media, I'm not mm-hmm. going to be doing as much. I'm working on this deep trauma therapy that's taking up a lot of space. So I'm probably not going to hit the goal that I want to hit, but I know what that, what those steps are and those building blocks to actually hit that goal and what I need to do. Be willing to look back and have compassion and say, Mm -hmm. you know what, maybe this year I wasn't feeling my best. Maybe Mm -hmm. this year I was dealing with imposter syndrome. So I knew all the steps I needed to take, but I wasn't doing it. Like be willing to actually be honest with self. Yeah. I think that's super, super important. And to have that compassion factor, like you said, you know, I think, and also just, you know, being grateful for everything that did happen. Like, even Mm -hmm. though this didn't happen, this did, you know, and just like thinking at it through, you know, that mindset, and that's going to be really pivotal for entering a new year with new goals and a new vision. 
So we would say, map out, write down your goals, write down the good, the better, the best, write them down in three columns, Mm -hmm. then reverse engineer and figure out what you need to do to actually make those happen. Like we said, is it, what are your list building goals? What are, well, you're actually always list building. So it's really, what are your goals to get more clients? What are your financial goals? I think also looking at like your time freedom, like really looking at working smarter, not harder. Where do you need to actually, I would say like evaluate your time schedule. Some people spend way too much time in Canva. I was just saying to somebody the other day, thank God for my team, because if you put me in Canva to make it, <laughs> your healthcoachbiz.com would not be in existence. <laughs> but really being, really being knowledgeable, really being, well, the word isn't knowledgeable, really being in tune to where yeah. you're in your time. I know for me, when I was up leveling, I took a egg timer, like one at a clock to really be able to see how long I was spending time, where I was spending time on Facebook, where I was spending time in a scroll, like what was actually not productive. That actually became a goal of mine. And I think also like health goals. We talk mm-hmm. about being health coaches, but I think for a lot of us, we deal with our own health issues. So like, what are your health goals for the year? What do you need to do? I know that was going on for me when I couldn't get out of this Epstein-Barr kind of cycle. I had to really say, all right, so my health goal is to come out of this autoimmune hell. What do I need to do? Hired a doctor, did IV therapy, a ton of IV therapy, oxygen therapy, all these different red light therapy, all these different therapies. And I was able to come out of that autoimmune hell. And it's been significantly it's been one of the top goals that has to be there always. Yeah, I think that is super important because it should be it should be the first goal anyone sets because it's so easy to lose sight of that even as health conscious as we yeah. all are. It's just busy things happen and life is busy and sometimes it's easy to forget or get out of a routine or even just thinking about like I know recently for me like getting over you know COVID I was like okay my body's not <laughs> in the same health as it was two months ago I need to actually do more for myself health wise than I was doing yeah. two months ago you know and really being aware of that and making like smart decisions you know when it came to my health and and that's made a big difference for me I, and I think if we don't do that for ourselves and give ourselves you know set those goals you know I think that that's that's really important when I think a sp- especially as entrepreneurs, I mean, whether we're a new coach or whether we're a coach that has been around the block for a while, there's so much that we always have to be doing at different parts of our business that Mm -hmm. it's like we can get ourselves into a state where we're adrenal fatigued. And I know for a lot of coaches, you'll see people like come out of the hustle and it's like really important to actually make sure that in that process that you're building your business or you're up leveling, that you're not sacrificing your self-care. I know for me, it was something that I did. (laughs) It was like kind of an addiction to work. I just kept working and I had to really find that beautiful balance of where can I work more efficiently without fear? That was part of the overworking. It's that it was like, just kept going and going. And I think to make that like a really good goal, it's like how to work smarter, not harder. And I would say the last part is to look at your relationships in life as really like goal, like, what do you need more of? Do you need more girlfriends? Do you need better connection with your parents, better connection with siblings? Where do you need to let go? Where do you need to forgive? Would you agree? 
Yeah, I think looking at the, your support system and your people and, and, and atmospheres that drain you, I think is really important, you know, like surrounding yourself around people who are supportive, for, you know, and if you don't have family who's very supportive, because not everybody does, find friends or a local community, there are people out there <laughs> that want support just as much, you know, um, so to and also to be a support to other people, because I think that just creates that energy exchange where it just comes back to you when you need it, you know, and then you can definitely always I know a lot of people love to to do vision boards. I have one in my closet where I get changed. So I look at it every day. You can always take your list that you got, put that list up there. So you see it every day and then put images around there of you, like showing up for that webinar or doing that workshop. It becomes a really nice picture board for reminding you of what your goals are. So Michelle, before we go, is there anything else that you think we need to add to this episode to make it on fire? I would say don't hold back, you know, just, just, there's nothing terrible that's going to happen if you don't hit the goal. So just write it down anyway and go for it. And you'll go farther than you would have, you know, if you didn't write it down. So you're already winning the minute you put it down. So you might as well just do it. Just do it guys. All right. You've heard it. Listen, and I would say I follow a lot of people who do who swear by journaling, swear about writing things down in a journal and then it happening exactly that way. We know that this works sometimes. And that's my goal for this year is getting better at journaling because I'm not the best journaler. <laughs> but that was on my goal list. And I say that it's definitely something that I need to work on because I see it work for everyone. But I am a good goal setter. I'm a good list builder. I am a good list builder when it comes to building those lists on what I actually need to do. So make sure that you are getting your goals this season and have a very excellent holiday. And we will see you on the episode next week. Stay tuned, guys. See you later. All right, guys, that is all for today. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss any future episodes. While you're there, it would mean the world to me if you take just a few seconds and leave me an honest review. Truth is, I love honesty. Your reviews help me to reach even more health coaches and wellness professionals who are ready to explode their business and want the truth in this non-BS approach. You can find all the links and the information mentioned in this episode at www.rachelafeldman.com backslash podcast. All right, so don't forget to tag me on Instagram at Rachel A. Feldman and let me know what was your favorite part of the episode. This will help me to create even better content for you, bring on awesome peeps to tell you the truth about how they built their business, plus other speakers to help you Take your business to the top without overwhelm. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you guys soon.